0: Welcome to the Boys R Us podcast, where I interview people at the top of their professions and hear their stories about how they found success. My name is Ian, I'm the owner of Vortex Swim and the Boys RS Us Studios, as well as I also host this podcast, so make sure you listen to the whole episode to hear what their future goals are. Another big thing, we'd really like you to make sure you rate the show. Whatever kind of feedback you have would be great. Make sure you give us any kind of info on how to improve or do things better. We love the feedback. Let's go ahead and listen to a great interview. Boys are us listeners today. I'm very excited. I have an old friend coming on the show. He's a U.S. Navy veteran and an Arizona police officer. We have Will Fogg. How you doing, Will?
1: I'm good. How are you guys?
0: Uh, I'm doing very well. I'm sure our listeners are excited to hear a new perspective on the world. And I definitely want to say thank you for taking the time to come on. I really appreciate this. So,
1: hey, I yeah. appreciate the invite.
0: Of course, of course. And um, just to kind of open us up, I'm curious, you know, obviously, I remember you telling me you went to the Navy, like right after high school. I'm curious, what was the decision that made you do that? And then ultimately, when you got to the Navy, how was it there?
1: Uh, I've always I've always wanted to serve you when I was in high school. Okay. Um, but really, I, I wanted to play water polo out of high yeah. school. Okay. So uh, I was uh, working with RCC during their Hell Week, um, and the uh, they were trying to set me up for classes for the first semester, and all the classes were like nutrition and you know <laughs> classes that didn't really make any sense for yeah. me. So for a few, um, yeah. it was kind of that was like the the last point that that really made the decision for me. I was like, you know what, forget it. I'm not going to waste time and money going yeah? to school. Okay. I'm going to join the Navy. So.
0: Yeah. So then, you know, joining the Navy, how hard was it to actually get in? Was it difficult or were for you, was it pretty easy?
1: It was pretty easy. Um, okay. I mean, at that time they were, they were taking a lot of people. So okay. um, from start to finish, it was just a few, few weeks um, mm-hmm. from walking into the recruiting office to to being shipped off to Chicago. So,
0: yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, and just a little bit of overview. What were some of the highlights while in the Navy?
1: Some of the highlights. Um, I mean, you, you get to travel a lot. So okay, the, the cool aspect of the Navy. Um, you know, with other branches, you might get deployed, but you'll be stuck in a you know specific country for okay, you know, a certain amount of time. While in the Navy, you kind of when you go on deployments, you you hit different ports about once okay. a month or so for a few okay. days.
0: Yeah. What ship were you on?
1: I was on the the Stennis. It's an aircraft carrier. Okay. N 74.
0: Wow. What was your actual role on the aircraft carrier?
1: So I started in a uh, damage control. So okay. basically just fixing everything on the ship. Anytime anything was broken, yeah, we'd go around and try to fix it. Um, okay. And then towards the end of my career, I worked in uh primary flight control so i got to work on the flight deck and call in airplanes and stuff like that so so
0: the person that's holding those things directing the planes and that kind of
1: thing that was technically my job but i never actually did it
0: okay okay was that like a higher level thing you think or no there was
1: it's just a specific title i guess in abh it's it's you're just guiding where the airplanes go you don't really do anything significant
0: Yeah, no, I think that's great. And then how long were you in the Navy before you decided, you know, you would finish up there and then go back to school? The boys are us studios. If you're into sports betting, check out Meyer Madness Inc. If you love water polo, I recommend you check out Scuba Steve. Hey, if you want positive Review of film. I check out the amateur film review hosted by Ben Switzer. And finally, if you're looking to, I don't know, explore a little, check out Bryce and Leia's travel guide where they talk about their
1: travels all through nature. I just did a, my four-year contract, so.
0: Okay.
1: Is that how it works? Yeah. So it's
0: con- okay.
1: Yeah, it's typically four years active duty and then four years reserves. Okay. whether you do in active reserves or inactive reserves it mm. doesn't matter.
0: Okay. That's good. And then ultimately you came to OCC where we met um, yeah. actually playing water polo. I'm just curious a little bit what was your first like recollection of meeting me and what was OCC polo like for you?
1: Well, you know, obviously I was I was older than everybody there. Yeah,
0: so, yeah, you're right. Um,
1: was, Everyone looked
0: up to you, that's for sure though. That's that's a I fact. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was uh it was interesting. It was cool it was like a you know, a breath of fresh air. You know, being yeah. in the navy, we had our our fun, but for the most part it was it was a uh, pretty structured. And then coming to OCC, it was just like a bunch of kids having a good time and
0: yeah, you know. I mean, you yeah. know so very it different, a, I'm fun. sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never thought about that side of it. Yeah, that's that's some good insight. And then while at OCC, how long were you there before you either graduated or decided to move to Arizona? I can't so, remember.
1: I was at OCC for two years. Okay. Um, I started as a kinesiology major and then I quickly changed that to business. Okay. Um, and then after that, moved here to Arizona. Okay. I was going to Scottsdale. Community college for a little bit. Interesting. Okay. I graduated ASU this last semester. So
0: wow. That's a really big deal. And um, I mean, that's impressive. And you graduated in business administration or
1: no, I I ended up swapping it one more time uh, to organizational leadership. So okay a lot of the classes, you know, correlate with the business classes. So they they all transferred. So um I think that just the you know, the specific of organizational leadership just made more sense for me.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. And then how quickly along your journey into being in Arizona, did you decide I want to go for it and become a police officer?
1: I think I was here for about a year, a year, okay. a, a year. And and then I started applying at a at multiple places, actually. But mm-hmm. uh, one of them decided to hire me and yeah. And, I've been a police officer for about two and a half years now.
0: That's great. And I'm sure it helped a lot that, you know, you're a Navy veteran, ultimately. Like, that gave you a big window of opportunity, no?
1: Yeah. I I think a lot of the times, I mean, just in my academy alone, my academy class, there was a lot of, you know, veterans that were hired on from different departments throughout the Valley.
0: Okay. That makes sense. Wow. That's pretty cool. And then... I'm just, you know, getting into being a police officer. What is like your day-to-day like? Are you a night shift, day shift?
1: I'm I'm currently night shift. Okay. Uh, so I I typically wake up at about 6:30. Oh,
0: okay. 6:30
1: p.m. Yeah. Um, and then I will go to work. Work yeah. from 8:30 p.m. until about 6:30 a.m. Okay. And then get home and sleep during the day. So
0: Ah, uh, okay. Well, is, does it work out so that, you know, you're able to be there during the day and then Sean is there at night?
1: Yeah. Okay. For the most part. Um, okay, cool. At least somebody's home at, exactly. at all time the Okay.
0: Yeah. That's what more so what I was thinking about, you know, it might be a bummer. You don't get to see each other as much, but at least, you know, the kids taken care of and yeah. I'm a little bit curious, like being a police officer, what are some of the things you see and what are some of the things you like have to deal with? Yay, everybody. The Boys R Us merch is here. Yes, you heard that correctly. The Boys R Us merch is now available. We have two options for you all to purchase this. They're only available on our Patreon, so you're gonna have to make sure to check out there. The first option, if you buy tier two, You're gonna be getting a new item every three months. So your first item's gonna be a Boys R Us podcast official sticker. The next three months, it goes to an official The Boys R Us mug. The third thing you're gonna be getting is the Boys R Us poster. This'll be really cool if you wanna hang it on your wall, show it off. And then the final item you're getting is an official the boys r us t-shirt this is an awesome way to show your support the second option to buy and this includes a lot more actual you know clothing supporting the boys r us is the third tier if you buy that the first thing you're gonna get is the boys r us official mug you know nice cup of coffee in the morning next Yeah, that's it, you get the Boys R Us t-shirt next. Wow, that's pretty quick. The next item, and this is personally one of my favorites, is a long sleeve, the Boys R Us t-shirt. That one is actually, yeah, that's my favorite choice out of them all. So I definitely recommend looking at that. And then the best thing you get at the very end, you get an official, the Boys R Us hoodie. Yeah, these are all extremely fashionable and a cool way to show your support for the show. So make sure you check out the Boys R Us Patreon, where all of this is available.
1: Oh, I mean, you see anything from, you know, your basic person calling about somebody driving erratically to, you know, walking into a room and finding a dead body. So
0: Wow, okay. You see really anything,
1: wow. literally anything you can imagine. Wow. It's it's been seen by a police officer. So
0: Wow. I never thought about that side of like because you're a first responder to potentially a criminal scene. It's like you are the one seeing that. That's kind of yeah. wild. Yeah. Everyone else is running away and you're like, I'm going towards it, I guess. <laughs> OK. Yep, exactly. And while being a police officer, do you have like a consistent partner that you work at with? or okay
1: you're part of a squad typically and typically the squads are anywhere from six people to 10 people um my squad there's there's six of us and we each have a beat so the city's kind of divided up into um into into sections where that are called beats and there's 20 there's 20 beats in the city that i work for so um for example i'm i'm beat 13 so my partners would be anywhere from beat 9 to beat uh beat 14 so wow. all so about those six guys will show up on any call that i end up going to
0: okay and so you've formed a pretty good relationship with them
1: yeah okay. definitely
0: that's really good um and then I, I'm a little bit curious. What are your future plans as far as are you going to continue to work up at the police force or work somewhere else?
1: Um, as of right now, I mean it's it's a tough time to be a cop, but
0: uh, I understand.
1: Yeah. I think uh, I think it's things are going to get better here shortly. So uh, I'm more more likely going to stick it out, you know. Yeah. Good. I I want to go the SWAT route. I want to do all the, you know, the fun and exciting stuff. So.
0: High level. Okay. I'm work,
1: I'm, work, I'm working on that. I'm going to oh, SWAT school in, in October, so that'll be fun.
0: Really? Wow. Was that kind of something you had to get selected for or did you apply for it or
1: Um No, not really. Uh, yeah. You you go to the training, so I'd go and i you know, act, I'll do like acting for the the SWAT team at their trainings. Okay. Yeah, like shot up with simulation rounds and stuff like that, but wow. Um that's it's crazy. just kind of show, showing your face and and whatever else. It'll it'll make it easier for you to get through the school. So Wow. I've been, I've been doing that, but um really just having 2 years of service, uh, 2 years of being a cop, you can uh, go to the SWAT school. So
0: Okay. That's that's very interesting to know. So even if you are a veteran, you can't go straight into SWAT school.
1: No, so yeah, okay. it's got it's got to be Training. two two years of uh, of being a a police officer. So
0: okay, wow. And just curious, are there big differences between the two, like you know, the navy and the police force?
1: I think there's a lot of similarities, but okay. there, are, I mean, just as many similarities, there are differences. So okay, um, but the structure is kind of the big thing. I think that was a big thing for me too. Yeah. Is uh, when I was out of the military for those three four years, I I yeah, uh, I missed the structure. I missed the structure of the of uh, that yeah. type of lifestyle.
0: I completely so. understand. Yeah, I mean, you know, growing up, becoming you know a man, a dad, it takes a lot of that. Okay, I need something consistent. You know, the police offers that and. I think it's really admirable that you're going to be a SWAT officer potentially in the future. And just from our relationship, I definitely know that you'll be successful in that endeavor. So I just want to commemorate that and, and say you got it. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. But just to kind of finish up the interview, there's like three quick questions I have. The first one, how has social media affected your occupation?
1: Oh, uh, that's a, I mean, that's a, it's a big one. It, it helps yeah. and it hinders, you know? Um, exactly. Um, yeah.
0: I, I appreciate that. And then second question, one word to describe yourself. Well, the final question, what is one bit of advice that you've lived by that has helped you become the success you are today?
1: Don't fret the small things. Right.
0: I think that's great. And again, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this interview. It was great to catch up.